Hello everybody, welcome back to Lamps and Tarps. We are continuing our Saturday conversation. Recontinuing, yeah, I would say. a little disclaimer before uh, this episode. Uh, we have had to re-record this thanks to uh, glorious podcast dog. Um, so there may be some to, overlap. There may be some inconsistencies. We're hoping to kind of clean it up as much as possible. Also gives me a chance to catch up on stuff I forgot to talk about. So, so yeah. Um, who wants to start? Did they say me jive into you, what you, I was you doing? You start because I finished last time. Yeah, cool. So I think I chatted loads about my my work weekend of getting people to come to Brickelly and buying mm, obtaining the owl. You need like a little military booth like they have in the US. You're in the US Army now, so here's your <laughs> discount card. Do you want to do you want your uh, college fees paid for? Then come to Brickelly and <laughs> join the army. Do your part. It's better than his tactic. Kidnapping. Kidnapping yeah. people, throw them on the front line. British army tactic. Um but we um Basically, so from there, my, one of the funner things that happened was I was chatting to... One of the funner things? You make it sound like it's such a chore to come to Empire. Well, that it was a chore is perhaps the wrong word. The more relaxing side of things. Yeah. I was talking to the Senator Sharp, one of the houses, who is doing amazing work. Um, I haven't asked them if I can talk about it on the podcast, but it was their second event and they did. Uh, they got off to a flying start. Some people um, just hit the ground running and put us oh, to shame. It's crazy. Yeah. They were supposed to be. Their house was at a event that was at recently. It was a shame not to see them, but they're doing uh, really good work for their house. I was chatting to them, and um, very loudly towards dawn, pours a, um, a horde of marchers in different masks, uh, looking like different um, farm animals. Scarecrows. Some of them look really quite concerning, actually. That's just the marcher face. <laughs> Oof, I, I didn't say that. Did, did everyone, uh, that was not the Dornishman hey, that said that. I've started bashing every other nation, and I need to make this a fair bashing Bash podcast. Every nation. Yeah. podcast. You, you've also called the League the bad guys, so you've already got yourself. Uh, no, I didn't good. call us the bad guys. I said, are we the bad guys? <laughs> <laughs> Wiggle liability. Yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, so the marchers arrived, and it was Wassail, which is like their harvest festival. So they were all wa- walking around shouting Wassail. Wassail. Wassail, uh, fairly continuously. Sail away, sail away, sail away. <laughs> <laughs> Wassail, away. Just imagine Dawn being like, yeah, sail away then, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck little, off. Those little looks as they all appeared in the glory square. Um, mm, I bet that went down a tree. There was a lot of looks of like, what are they doing here? Um, it was an interesting oh, weekend God. with the Broken Wheel and the Harvest Festival. Oh, it's always an interesting That face weekend, was the I'm same sure. as when you see Nietzsche in character. Oh. That, oh. God. <laughs> um, there was a lot of that uh, and as they arrived there was a lot of them um, and they were giving out fruits and stuff which I gather is supposed to be like the, the fruits of their labour to show what marchers do for the empire cute I imagine them more more as potato farmers and less of like you know fruit tree gatherers there was a lot of apples no because they have orchards and they oh, have okay. if you re- it's really funny if you, you read through um, the marcher wiki um, there's like some really fun like excerpts or like stories and one of them was like how a marcher Orchard is split between two marcher families based on a game of football um, and stuff. Um, so really, mm, read the marcher wiki because it's cutesy at the surface, and then you dig down. It's like oh, the entire yeah. culture is built on rejecting people and kicking them out of society. It's would, a bit. Not I would f- love to just do a deep dive on the marchers, mm. even though none of us are. No, I need to find a marcher and speak to them. Yeah, um, isn't a big part of their like way of life the fact that their ground is fertilized by the dead? 
yes, that's another thing. Like when you die, you give life to the ground and there's a bit of a, like a semi-heretical thing that your soul goes into trees and stuff. It feels um, a bit like part of the sh- part of the, the ship, ship part, part of the crew, crew from the house of the carrier. Yeah. Part of the ship, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yes, yeah, so they all appeared, and then uh, what ha- we they grabbed, pulled out a massive rope, and we we're like, oh, okay, we know this game. Yeah. Um, and so we had a big old game of tug of war. This is the second time we've played tug of war, and I never see tug of war. But I was standing there with uh, this seneschal, and they were like, go on, you do it. Morgan's and, a professional at pulling it off. Uh, yeah, absolutely, full time, <laughs> especially since I've become uh, unemployed. I've, I've really been leading into it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he can grasp it with two hands now. <laughs> that was always possible. Um, so we've um, we we. I feel that statement implies it gets longer the more you took it. <laughs> yes, that's how it works. Oh, I've been doing it wrong. It's Sorry. like pulling taffy. <laughs> oh. God, oh my God, a bit much. Um, yeah, so sorry. As, the, as, the, as they started kind of throwing down the tug of uh, tug of war rope, um, the essential I was kind of going, oh goodness, I'm not going to be doing. They were throwing this. down with it, throwing down, <laughs> yeah. and the essential kind of leans over, and goes, "Go on, you can do it." And there was a funny moment of Morgan versus Tristan because Morgan was like, oh, "I'm fine, I'm going to stand here and watch," but then I was like, "No, Tristan wouldn't allow this challenge to go unanswered, so push my way to the front." The larp um, schizophrenia is like, I don't want to do it, but you should. You should. I love how you feel the difference between your reality and your actual character. I need to find that like yeah, distinction. You're living a nightly golem theme. It, well, it's literally, <laughs> you don't have any friends. It's wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's literally like it's it's Tristan is just me, except a bit more confident, I guess. So yeah. it's kind of, well, not, I'm not confident, but it's kind no, of I know, but it's big like public stuff. I'd be like, oh like, wait, but he was like oh, more good. arrogant, like. Yeah. like I, I could do this. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, so eventually I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll do it. Um, That's very changing though, isn't it? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Threw down my cloak, had a swig of beer and then kind of got ready to go. Uh, and we smashed it the first time, which was uh, great fun. And then the second time we were nearly going to beat them again. And then, um, and just as it came over the line, the five marches versus five Dornish became like 20 to 25 <laughs> marches against five Dornish. So they all wow. just dragged it over the line. And they were like, we won! It was, but it was like, there was a real funny moment that was, again, Tristan was about to go off. Like, you! And then noticed everyone was just having a laugh and have a drink. Went, okay, this is fine. And someone came over with a barrel of beer and poured it into his mouth. I was like, everything's fine. It's all good. Because literally they were like giving fruit out. This guy came with this barrel, put the tap over my mouth and turned it on. And I was like, okay, this is cool. I'm fine. I'm fine. The fact we lost. Yeah. Um, but it was really good fun. Um, and... Uh, I know Tavern Troll already said this, but I overheard someone else speaking about it, that we want to get something like that with Dawn, where Dawn goes around and does stuff and is kind of a bit more... Because I feel like Dawn spends a lot of time in Dawn. We, ha- we do I think a lot of it. nations do that, though, don't they? You don't see that many. Like You see the marchers parading around a lot. Yes, but you also have Varushka. So Varushka do their big parade. Hindgard do their thing. Oh, yeah, they have the... Um, win- is it the winter Yeah, parade? in winter they do the thing about dead people. Yeah. Um, um, League have Festival of the Reaper. Yeah, but he, but he, yeah, he does he, travel around. Well, yeah, yeah, we just didn't see him. Yeah, uh, the Navarre do their thing in spring. Not every nation does it, but it would be fun to kind of do something yeah, like I don't, that. I don't really see much of Wintermark doing anything like that. Yeah, but even the Freeborn, like mm. they did the Broken Wheel this yeah. this summit, and that all seemed to be just in the Freeborn camp. Well, saying that, yeah, we we may have seen someone doing something like that at the at the Boar's Head, but we couldn't tell whether they were my favorite just, thing. Drunk or being, you know, my favorite broken, broken wheel thing that happened was a bit later in the night. Was someone came over 
and the, all the Dornish people were talking, a few people came over and I looked over initially, I thought they were foreigners. And they shouted like, we were hoping somebody could educate us in the virtue of glory. Oh yes, you told us this. Everyone turned, every Dornish person was like, no shit, 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 shit. It's like, what, what, sorry, who are you? Where have you come from? I was like, we're here to learn about the virtue of glory. And everyone was like, little V, small V, not, it's not a virtue, it's just virtuous. virtuous. And then someone noticed that it was like, oh, hang on, the freeborn, it's broken yeah. wheel. Everyone, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, even as a freeborn walking through the freeborn camp during the festival of the broken wheel, someone started talking to me and I was like, what the fuck are you saying? Oh, oh, it took me a solid like five yeah. to- I mean, I had had quite a bit of wine, so I'm going to I'm gonna blame that. But yeah, it took me a while because they were talking about, oh, oh, this poor man has lost his slaves and... <laughs> Oh, we need to we need to fight against this horrible thing of slaves being taken away from their owners. Oh, like, I was like, sorry. I was like, right, okay. And then after a while, I went, oh, and he's like, yeah. So will you donate? And I was like, oh, sorry, we can't help you, mate. He's like, oh, well, I know not everyone's as empathetic as us. And I was like, yeah, you know, great, gonna go over here now, mate. Excellent. It was it was it was a lot of that. It was kind of just the moment it happened because I was like, oh no, they're foreigners. They're gonna get us in trouble. Yeah. I was like, oh no, it's not. It's fine. And you're I moved you're on. making Dawn sound like an isolation uh, country. We need to build the wall. Get the those, most get glorious wall that there's ever been. <laughs> Talking about foreigners and all. <laughs> no, no, no. It's in like it's in like. That's what not they're called. from the nation. They're called foreigners. That's not like a racist thing. That's just what they're called. <laughs> racist yeah. Tristan there's, and again. There's, there's barbarians and foreigners. It just feels weird to call it someone does. a foreigner. It does, but that's the name in the empire that referred to as foreigners. <laughs> Those damn foreigners coming over from that camp 10 <laughs> metres away. I don't mean a bad thing about them being foreigners. There is just... They're just un- unaware a, of your there's, customs. There's a few foreign people that have been coming over with strange views on the way, and I was panicking that we were going to get into trouble for telling them bad things about the way. So that's why everyone was like, what are you talking about? Who are you and why have you come here? It's like, yeah. oh, no, it's fine. It's just the freeborn being dicks. Yeah, basically. Uh, sorry, no. The sorry, freeborn... we, 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 they wear a white sash the, or some, the, some form of white garment to indicate that they are participating in the broken wheel. The freeborn diving into a cultural aspect. It's obviously yeah, fine. Yeah, it's cultural. How uh, dare no, you? Absolutely. It was just really funny to just be like, panic. Yeah, no, I'm not... Foreigners is the term. Don't judge me for saying foreigners. <laughs> I know it feels weird, but it's just the term. Okay. What I don't know is if the what qualifies people as barbarians, because I think Thule are now technically foreigners, but I'm not sure because we're not at war with them. I don't know. Okay. Anyway. And I just chant. Okay, Same. that's fine. Anyway, I had my march of nonsense. It was really good fun. Um, I actually really do enjoy every time I interact with the marchers because they're absolutely hilarious. Um, but yeah. Carrie, what did you go to? So, other than what I've talked about already, I think I got up to where I was discussing the goose supervision, and um, you can go back to the last episode to hear about that because I definitely discussed it in the last episode. <laughs> we put our tinfoil hats, but on I can't everything. remember exactly. That's where, um, yeah, I think that's where I stopped. I, I shared that vision with the person who'd supplied the goose whisper to um, your friend, Reiner. Reiner, yeah. Well, I wasn't sure if we were saying his name, but yes, Reiner. And we sat over and drank some iced tea at a lovely little cafe, tea room. Where? Uh, in Freeborn. In the Brass Coast. Yes. Sorry. You are the Freeborn. Sorry, I've had wine. <laughs> um, <laughs> Welcome to uh, Kerry Unbound. <laughs> this Kerry trying to... You psycho. Did you hollow out a Freeborn and use them like a tom-tom? <laughs> what? Have you not seen Star Wars? No, of course He I makes have. the reference all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Try living with him, Sorry, honestly. sorry, Gary, please continue. <laughs> yeah, so after we did the Goose Whisper things and I talked about the Goose Whisper things and then shared the Goose Whisper things with other people, 
We then went on a smut hunt across the nations. A smunt, you might say. A smunt. That sounds really dirty. No, don't I mean, say smunt, actually. No, <laughs> I feel like that might get sound bited and taken and out of context. We're going on a smunt. <laughs> Oh no. Now I've just got my girl, we're not on a smart hunt. We're going to find some weird ones. Um, (laughs) Go to find some hentai. Oh. Oh dear me. Well, we'll leave the cocktopuses around. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. No, we found in Navarre a lovely piece about Lorenzo's hole. And then we also. about Lorenzo's hole. Yeah, um, well, there's a whole quest to go and purge Lorenzo's hole. There was. This is what the. the, How do you think? Oh no. We're going back to Lorenzo's Hole this season. <laughs> Lorenzo. Oh, we're we going back to Lorenzo's Hole. See, I don't hole. understand how we can be, because I thought we plugged it up. Oh, yeah. no, I don't know. I, I think thought it was possibly going to collapse. And I think they're, they're clearing out the monsters in there or something uh, like that. So they plugged up the hole, and now they're going to see what treasures they can find. Mm. Loot, I thought they loot found the treasures. The but let's read the smut that I got, because it details the whole yes. expedition, just in a very lewd way. That's but we'll get through it. We'll, we'll be able to decode it. It's fine. Uh, after, yeah, so we found that smut. Then we went to Wintermark, and after asking pretty much every tent in Wintermark, we found the tent we were looking for, and they both sell a Smut Review magazine, uh, and they also do a Smut Reading, which we did plan to go to, but then didn't end up going to that, because we ended up drinking in Navarre at the Drunken Goose, which I absolutely love. They do beautiful, I've not talked about it yet, or I don't know if there's if I just mentioned this. Alcoholic chalky milk. The alcoholic chalky milk is to die for. It's um, chocolate oat milk, espresso, and vodka, I believe. Fuck yeah. And vanilla vodka, actually, as well. yes. Yes. So, like, you read it on the menu and it just says um, vanilla vodka, vodka, and espresso. And then she's like, do you want chocolate milk? And I'm like, who would say no to chalky milk? Cheeky little upgrade to chalky milk. Yes, and it's beautiful. So we sat there reading that and then some guys had some smut and they were passing it to Jack to read, Gwyn. And he was reading it, and I was like, hey, mate, if you're reading it, read it aloud to everybody. And we made him do a public smut reading. Yes. <laughs> and it was absolutely brilliant. It was, yeah, I, it was it was some good smut, and it was hilarious to have it read to us by a friend. So after we had our smut reading, we went to Empire Vision, which we, well, first of all, we were drawn, our attention was drawn by the brothers Sarvos. The two bards of um, the league. Bard, is Savos the league, brothers. or is it uh, uh, Brass Coast? Savos is one of the cities in the league. Right, yeah. Because I always got them mixed up. Because it sounds a bit. I think there's like a family called like the Salvos. That could be it. Because it always confuses the Brass Coast. Me. I'm not sure. Anyway, carry on. But yeah, so they were running around talking about some kind of concert. We went to find it. We ended up at a charity benefit for the hospital, um, where they were giving Char- out free fruity cider. I think it was it had a lot of pro- proper fruit in it. Um, in exchange for donations, and we had a good joke about, oh, is this how you trying to get us to get our five a day because you're from the hospital, and blah, blah, blah. Uh, so we stayed and listened to one or two of their songs, but then promptly realised that the thing we'd come to find was behind us, and then we went over to... Why did you you mention that all the time. It, it happened with yeah. the Coptopus. Any yeah. musical acts were, like, two uh, every minutes time away. You, every time you go to see something, I can just recommend turning around. <laughs> like, see what you think you need well, to be and We learned that lesson this time. Turn around, around bright eyes. Every time I miss the act. I fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> like this podcast is right now. <laughs> and it oh. will be forever. <laughs> Now we're circling down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll never get back on track. Anyway, um, back on yeah. track. <laughs> right. 
So Empire Vision is basically, it was set up by one of the Freeborn families or one of the gentlemen within the Freeborn families. who And he decided basically, or he planned it out. So there were acts from all over the Empire. It wasn't every nation. I don't think High God or Orison were there, but I think it was every other nation. That's because they're not fun. Well, I was thinking Orison is the smallest. There is another They one weren't there. there. And I can't remember who else it was who wasn't there. I don't think it was High Guard. Who were there? I don't I can't see High Guard going. Well, we did miss the couple of first acts. If High no. Guard went to just be songs of praise. Well, there was definitely <laughs> the Freeborn were definitely there, because obviously they started it. Um the Navari were there. The guy who did their song was very good too. Cool. He was pandering to the Freeborn Nation actually in his oh, song okay. very openly. I which, see. It looked beautiful. The Freeborn who sang, she basically said all she wanted was for her name to become known throughout the Empire. She didn't care if she won. And, you know, this was just part of that goal. Oh, yeah, of course. Sure. Well, I yeah, believe The only thing is, she came in last, but she handled it very gracefully. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah and she was very happy. big place. And she just was shouting her name again. Just remember, this is my name. That's pretty funny. And, you know, yeah, That's she not her it. name. That's not her name. <laughs> well, it's not her OC name. <laughs> but there was also... The League, obviously the Brothers Sarf lost because they were advertising it, they were there. They did a fantastic job. If you've heard them singing their song on the streets of Anvil, they were singing it in the Navarket on the Sunday as well. Wow, you hear them all over. Yeah, I adore them. They, they yeah. uh, really display the jokey side of the League. Yeah. If you like, you guys, if you guys the animated way that they run. <laughs> oh, it's like, they were the ones that sang, they were following along to the Testavado back in winter. Yeah. Um, so they were like... Um, I think they've literally been here winter... And then summer, autumn, summer and autumn, same as me, because yeah. they said that it'd only been to three events, and I've seen them at every one of them. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, yeah they they really so bring crazy. out the league's more characterful side of not yeah. just gossiping and backstabbing, yeah. the just, kind of jokey run around Jack oh, Sparrow, just the animated way that they run. The like, one's all arms fantastic. and one's all legs. It's great. <laughs> I do love the tall and short aspect. Yeah, there's that as well. I think they were actually the runners in our first battle of the year, so it's a good thing they survived. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. I'm sure they'd come back the, as the cousins of us or something. Runner. <laughs> Imperial runners, the deadliest job in the Empire. Yeah. Um, and they, well, they went towards the end and then we were just waiting on Vrushka. Rusty Compass? Was uh, the Rusty, Rusty Compass, yeah. Wow. And they literally, they kept calling, well, they're not here yet. Well, we'll let the league go before them because it was all randomised, but obviously they weren't there to go. And then they were just about to give up on them. And the guy was literally saying, well, if they're not here to perform, then we might have to just leave it and just vote on the people who are here. And then three members of the Rusty Compass come running down from around the corner and everyone just starts cheering. It's them! There they are! And they get to the middle of the circle and they, you know, we realise that that's not all of the Rusty Compass. There's still more people coming. There's one person walking, like, pretty much slowly, like, you know... Three people were willing to run. The last couple trickled in one at a time. But whilst they were waiting, these the, the main ones who got there first just started improvising a song about being sorry that they're late. Uh, and there's this one guy that's just hyping up the audience and he's just, like, basically crouching his legs down, opening his eyes wide, like, yes, guys, come on, get into it, get into it. It's it's fantastic. And they were such a great performance. And I think the only reason they didn't win is because they were late. Uh, and I guess uh, having... Okay. You know, the people who were sat there listening to all the other acts and doing their part and things, you know, I think it just gave them a little bit more of yeah, an edge. Yeah, so enough. ultimately it was the Brothers Sarvos who won it. I think that's what they're called, isn't it? The Brothers of Sarvos or uh, I can't remember if they're the Bar Stars. The Lads or... of the League. No, it's from the Bards. No, the Bards the Bard Brothers of Sarvos or something like that, I yeah. think. Yeah, I can't remember. I mean we don't actually have the permission to talk about them. 
Yeah, but they so. were all, so. Yeah, they're yeah, such they're a big all. part of the end. Sorry, but we, we like you too much to not mention you. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's okay. So they won, and they looked really chuffed. They won by miles, um, I think. Like, I, I voted for them. Nice. Yeah, like the amount of people who got up at the end, and you could just see in the face, like, thank you. <laughs> we did <laughs> you know? it. Oh. <laughs> um, so that was a lot of fun. And then after that was when we ventured through the Freeborn camp and got caught up in the broken wheel slightly with that Freeborn yes, telling us, um, oh, no, the poor Grendel Orc and, the, and his slave, this Grendel Orc king or something, and his slaves have been taken away. And it's so sad. And he's he's all alone now on his throne. And, oh, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. There was, um, I, there was a, I guess, um, I went to a player event few days ago now yeah and somebody sang a song about the sacking of that Asavean city yeah um and it was phenomenal like before this point i hadn't really cared i was like oh cool we sacked a city yeah i was so by the end of that song that song could have inspired me to go like yeah. i was sitting there going fuck it the the the, the weight behind it was just so amazing oh, wow. um and the way they sang, um, but it's just crazy how all these different singers from across the empire and people like have so, do have such influence. Like you're, you can easily be stirred to do stuff. And I, I, the performers you see at Empire, um, I just I'm so envious. Just yeah. just be so cool to be. It's paying like seventy quid for a weekend long show. Pretty yeah. Much. Oh, it's amazing. Um, but yeah, it's, it was um, when you speak about slavers because they were talking about taking crowns and kicking over chairs and freeing mm-hmm. slaves. It was just this really awesome song. That's awesome. Um, but it's just then funny. Yeah, I love all this like role play within you know that slaves and freeing slaves and stuff like within the empire. Yeah, the whole there's a massive thing at the minute about trying to. I, I know there's there's opinions divided on whether it should be present, but I think it's interesting to do like we we can at least in this the empire can be good. Yeah, you you want to you know have your chance to be. I don't know, is this, this is like white hero complex or whatever? White saviour there. White saviour, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's is not, it? <laughs> we're not saving, like, we're saving humans and orcs. Do you know what I mean? It's not like we're kind of saving an ethnic group because we're an ethnic group. It's just... It's know. all role play anyway. Yeah. And it's, just, yeah. it's just about playing the hero. But it's good, and, good shit. And yeah. it's, it's, I mean, that's definitely an interesting perspective to Broken Wheel, the fact that they shouldn't have happened. But I guess it means that they believe very strongly that they should have been toppled. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just uh, all about to get a reaction out of people, isn't that's it? Very it's like April Fool's Day. Yeah. Um, um, Tom, have you got anything to talk about? Well, it, I, in fact, I know you've got stuff to talk about. Yeah. But do you want well, to we already talk? talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Consul- You're breaking the illusion, Carrie. <laughs> Consulting the notes, I believe the next thing of worth I've got talking about is going to a Dornish wedding. Because me and my dear Modesto were invited to view a Dornish wedding, which we didn't actually go to, because this is part of Contract Quest. So, the time is here. The agreed-upon place turned to wise guys instead of the wedding, because uh, the uh, the Rushkans, who originally said this apology for for those who listened last week to the joke, which wasn't a joke, about wanting to assassinate one of these, the Rushkins. The ki- yes, and the price was a, a, a kiss upon the sword. A public apology mm-hmm. and a kiss upon the sword. Just the tip, though. Just the tip. Just the tip. So, um... to avoid 
this uh, apology having to overshadow this Dornish wedding, yeah. it was agreed upon that if me and Modesto and the Earl in question of, I think it was the House de Rosa, or right. de Rosa, can never remember which one it was, uh, had to gather enough D- Dornish nobles and earls to make this apology worthwhile. Mm-hmm. So we did. The Dornish earls are gathered. The uh, person apologising gets on her knees, pulls out a piece of paper. The Varushkin comes up to accept his apology. And what an apology it was. I was there with my pint in hand viewing this, along with Modesto and quite a crowd. And her apology went something along the lines of, I apologise for threatening your life. I did not think that your fragile ego would be hurt by such a joke. I thought, I think he's called the mighty Fox of the Rushka or something like that. I don't have the permission to use his name, but I think he was the Fox of the Rushka. There's a lot of foxes in the Rushka, I believe. Uh, I didn't think it would hurt your fragile ego. I apologise that I have wounded you. And it it went on pretty much along those oh lines. Did she at least give him some aloe vera for those sick burns? Oh, he sake. went storming off, <laughs> saying that this was a farce. Oh. How was this an apology? With his ego even more offended, so of good. course. But also, with every outrage he takes, he proves her right even more because he's yeah. getting more pissed off and thus showing like, oh, you've got a fragile ego, okay. But was it legitimately a threat to his life? He, she kind of did like, you start this. You don't just this. throw around threats to people's lives and pay a mercenary group to. Yeah, you don't kill just go him. around requests. It's like me just like going on the black web, just asking how much would it cost <laughs> to get someone assassinated. No, I'm on her side. I think this is funny. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> yeah. To be fair, the uh, the sister in question goes storming off. The Earl looks pissed because he's she's got the best possible. Solution for her sister. No money, nothing. It was literally just an um, apology and a kiss on the sword, oh, and she just blows it. Just, just kisses just tip. tip. Kissing a tip goes a long way. <laughs> uh, she looks pissed. So me and Modesto think this is the perfect time to give her our bill. Oh my god! Fuck's sake! Because the agreement was, we'll sort this out in a non-bloody way. You have that she backed out on it, not you. Kind of exactly. Yeah, so exactly. we can call in the debt. Excuse have... me. Before this becomes bloody, through no fault of our own. Yeah. Uh, we felt so bad. We decided to knock the bill down from two thrones to a throne. Oh, you're far too Bullshit. nice. Fuck that. This is why hey, you're the prince of vagabonds. Che- cheeky advert for the jackdaws. Biggest pushover <laughs> in the league, right here. Yeah. Fuck me. I had to pull it up. I'd have put it up. She's ruined your reputation. Three thrones. Five thrones. Yeah, you've made our job more difficult. Oh. You've made us look like failures when we did everything we agreed to. And this is why you're not head of contract, AJ. Yeah, this is why Modesto... Oh, no, Reiner. it was Modesto who suggested making it cheaper. Modesto, Modesto fire, sack on. him. What are you doing? Modesto is like saying, oh, let's just discount it. Ryan is spending your money on Goose Whisper. Like, what, where? what get, is your staff Control doing? your forces, my friend. <laughs> Control your soldiers. Get your flock together. Your vagabonds. The, le- the key the to Nietzsche Nietzsche train is coming off the tracks. <laughs> the le- Nietzsche train was never meant to be on the tracks. <laughs> I somehow stumbled, fell, and landed on the tracks to begin with. And now you're getting run over by the train. Is that what we're saying? <laughs> I've t- 
tailed around in this track that's too short for me and just crashed myself off. Oh, well, we just derailed the podcast at the same time. Oh, all the train, train and all it went. Oh, yeah. fuck me, dude. Anyway, go on. But no, the principle of the Jackdaws so far has been hire ourselves out cheap to get our names out there because yeah. there's so much competition. You should participate in Empire Vision. It's a great way to get your name out there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, God, that'd be horrible. Hear the mighty song oh, of yes. the Corvids. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, listeners. Right. Sorry, Alex. <laughs> we charge for a throne for our services, which we then take in herbs for the battle the next day. She was very happy to pay that price. But did say for our services, she would be very happy to join, uh, hire the jackdaws again. Mm-hmm. So I go and get a drink. Uh, Modesto goes to check how the Rushkins are. I hang around having a drink. The uh, the Earl comes back to me about 10, 20 minutes later saying, we may need to hire you again for the situation. We'll keep you posted. To which I have a drink. Go and try to wander off to find Modesto, who I find is gone. Uh, So I spend about half an hour, well, to an hour, running around Empire trying to find him, say, we might have been hired again to solve this. Uh, On my way of looking in the league, uh, I come across the first Spark Carter. We were having a wonderful celebratory meal of, like, little cheeses and sausages and salamis and, like... Like, Uncle Nietzsche, my friend, come and join us. Uh, Joining the prosperity. I'm like, out of character. I don't think I'd eaten for about 10 hours. Oh, shit. This is the the issue with Empire. I could just picture a single tear rolling down my eye. I'm like, thank you. (laughs) Food, carbs, meat. That isn't from Moorish. Moorish, there's nothing wrong with Moorish, but... I get sick of having chicken burgers every time. It's really nice to have food and drink in, so in Morsh, character as well. Morsh always does, like, the burgers, but then something fun as well. Yeah, something yeah. fun as well. But you just pick the burgers. So I they have haggis this, this summer. I always miss the haggis. <laughs> I want the haggis. That's well, because like you just don't eat while you're there. Yeah, I'm too, usually too busy to eat, so I'm like, thank you. They're, like, handing out non-alcoholic Prosecco, and I do love the bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nietzsche. So there's me that just was having, adorable. Having that my, was my my cheese and <laughs> cheese and non-alcoholic prosecco, discussing what's going on with them, and it was a really nice oh, in-character moment. I don't really get time to, do to sit company. down and have a chill, so it's nice to see how their weekend was going. Gabriel Barossa was walking past and got called over. Uh, other people were having meetings. It was just such a nice little vibe. I promised if any of my stray jackdaws would come past, I would send them their way so they could be fed as well. I do love the first spark car. They're like the mother hens of the league, taking care of all new players. They're so lovely. Waifs and strays of the league. Just like feeding us like the uh, stray dogs we are. Like the the stray crows and (laughs) jackdaws on the streets throwing crumbs out for you. Yeah. Uh, Feed the birds. (laughs) Feed the birds. Uh, But yeah, after uh, about an hour looking for Modesto, I find him who says, Oh, Uncle Nietzsche, the Varushkins have said they'd be willing to hire us again if they need to for this contract. So for a lot of the rest of the evening till about probably nine o'clock, me and Modesto are running around being communicators between both parties, trying to get the best possible 
agreement agreement for this. I believe at one point she had to make a private apology to him mm-hmm. and pay... I think it might have been had to pay some money, but I'm not too sure about this. My mind is getting fuzzier the longer we get from Empire. And she'd have to have that apology published in a newspaper. Okay. But I think the newspaper they picked was basically the equivalent of the toilet roll of the Empire. No one read it. Ah, okay. But I thought that was quite a good deal. That's, yeah, I think that's all right. Uh, but yeah, contract quest. One of my favourite moments in Empire. Just from a little joke on the Friday night having a drink. Uh, goes into a multi-hour quest of drama, potential, bloodshed. It felt very great grain. Game of Thronesy in a very cartoony manner. Yeah. Well, it would be if I'm running around with a big yeah. part of it. Uh, but no, I had a lot of fun limping along with my cane, just like, gotta get this shit sorted. So many actual physical contracts were written. They had to be witnesses to all this. I think it was going to be a blood contract at one point as well. So the one I just talked about was if either of them were to break the contract that was signed a permanent scar would be formed on their face. Oh, fuck. Yeah, all this from a joke. But I think I found out on the Sunday, it ended with her making the apology to him. And I think she had her soul ripped out of her body for 10 minutes. She Ouch. could have apologised for a simple t- uh, t- uh, kiss on the tip, but he ends up stealing us all. For 10 so minutes. If, if and that's what romance is, who knows? <sighs> Don't tell jokes, kids, if you don't have the cojones to see them through. Don't tell jokes near a band, a bunch of leaguers. Yeah, and no one to say sorry genuinely. As I said, virtue defence, we were being vigilant and warning I don't a think you, you fellow... need to defend yourself. Yeah, you, you did nothing fine. wrong. Yeah, we, yeah, we, 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 took, we warned him. Dear me. It was the most profitable joke possible. And they've both said, they're now friends of the jackdaws. Both sides of that argument are going to possibly hire us in the future if they have any issues. That's We've so got our names out there, so we might have charged Are less. you just the Guild of Mediators? Pretty much, yes. We're not a mercenary group now. We're a, a contract mediator. company. You're, 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 you're going to become uh, uh, Jack Dorsalister's LLC or whatever. <laughs> like, you're going to be like... Poor, I think this, this was the event poor uh, Modesto was most exhausted at, having yeah. to run around, write it so many contracts. I am so chuffed that the pre-written contracts we had made beforehand came into use. Like, yeah, me too. Well, after Modesto, probably stayed in the mall. Is Modesto the ex uh, Crimson, Crimson Reaper? Reaper yeah. yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, his deal was: I'll join you for free. I was being paid in the Reapers, but if you give me a hat in the Jackdaws, I will do this. I'm like, bargain. We're in. I had yeah. to ask Reiner and Salt, obviously being the other two founders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he. he He's paid his weight in salt. Awesome. Like, we paid his weight in salt. That used to be the saying before, paid his weight in salt. just because his friend's called salt yeah, as well. Yeah, quite a fun just... little pun. Yeah. Aww. But no, I, I thought we'd only use one contract at most, but we use four or five. Nice. Yeah, that's good. So, going to be definitely making more of those for next time. Cool. But I think I just have a few more things to mention later, but let's go back to Tristan. Uh, as I hinted in the previous part to this, I, at some point in the evening, found myself in quite a lot of debt. So I guess this is a lead up to that. Uh, so this kind of started with, I'd already said I'd been told to, like everyone else in the Empire, find a shit ton of Liao. I can't remember if I said this, but so we'd spoken to the High Exorcist about this briefly. Um, so I had to go to Earl's Council and I'd been asked to find it. So I kind of appealed to all the Earls 
did a big conversation about, hey, everyone, I know you've been asked this already, but we need Liao. And also, we don't bother getting anyone anointed tomorrow because we need the Liao for this, and we won't need the anointings. You'll be fine without it. Um, but we were told, I was said, basically, take that as given, but if otherwise, I'll get. we'll find out from the field marshal and spread the word. So assume don't anoint, basically. Um, so then from there, I was like, someone had told me that a certain hall in Wintermark had a fair amount of this Liao. So I was like, right, okay, perfect, awesome. I'll go find them. And we ran over to, I ran over to Wintermark as my first port of call and found, I found this hall. Took a bit, a bit of hunting, but I found it eventually. Made my way into, in fact, the first thing I came to, I came to a bunch of people outside the tent. They're like, what do you want? I was like, Liao. And they're like, how much are you paying for it? And I was like, we were hoping for a donation to a virtuous cause and they all just kind of laughed. Um, and they're like, we can go speak to them if you want. So I went inside. And this is when, <laughs> apparently, someone who came with us to Anvil was in this tent. So one of the people we gave a lift to on the way down was sitting in the tent and I didn't even realise that she was there because I was too involved. And she thought I'd noticed her, but I just ignored because I was like, I didn't know her in character. No, I don't know. She said to me, she wasn't sure if you noticed her. I hadn't seen her. I was like, I, I, I'm too busy. Like, I, I, I was the one who said, oh, he probably uh, saw you, but didn't say anything because yeah. you're in character. To be fair, the same thing happened to me because I waved to her on the way down and she didn't see me. And it was only yeah, when we also, met on the Sunday. It's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I missed you. But then also yeah. you were saying that you'd seen her and she hadn't seen you at a different Yeah, exactly. Point, I'd seen her just, just inside happens, the bar. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so then I went to the person that runs this hall and said the same thing. We had a really long conversation about getting the Liao and how much it would be. Uh, the offer that was provided was he would give me a certain amount of Liao. It was a lot of Liao. And in exchange, he, they, he would want it all back in winter, plus one more to kind of like his like interest charge. It's just in the name of prosperity. So in fact, I'll tell you, it was 100. No, yeah, it was 100 Liao. And I was like, okay, interesting. I'll take your proposition to someone else to talk to them about this. Question, are these the ones you mentioned who break legs? Uh, yes, I've been told. Okay. Uh, I don't know if that's true or verified, and that's why I'm not naming any names or telling anyone, so it's fine. We'll see how that goes. I just heard they had broken legs before. Hmm. Um, Motivation, I suppose, to pay back. I hadn't heard that at this point. <laughs> so oh. I ran off to find... Uh, can't believe this is the first time I'm going to mention this person who I spent the entire weekend with, Lady Lordine. Um, oh my God, who's Lady Lordine? You never <laughs> mentioned Lady Lordine. Hey, lady who? <laughs> to inform her of the deal we found, to which she was like, I think we can get a better deal than that. Um, we should be able to sort that out. Then we went to speak to the field marshal to verify a few things about the next day, which included, do we need to get anointed and about the hour situation. Uh, then we went back to find this guy to talk say the field marshals are going to look for you but they weren't there turns out they'd actually come to dawn looking for us it was a whole thing but we were like right we can't find them we've waited for long enough let's go speak to the high exorcist and we had a conversation about um had a conversation about the layout about the strategy for the next day about roving groups of exorcists that we were forming so we had the order of the argent lily and a bunch of other exorcists following that we then went back to see if this guy was at his hall and he was. And that's when I had like one of my favorite points of the weekend where this guy just turned to me and was like, Field Marshal talks very highly of you. I was like, oh, oh, what? And they were talking about how we as House Dulac had spoken to them both and helped them come to agreement on what to do. And it was kind of on the fact that we had helped out a lot. Um, 
I had previously, by the thane of this hall, I forgot to mention, had run back and they had given me 25 Liao under the same deal. So they gave me 25 Liao and I had to give 25 Liao back by winter, uh, which is about, did we say 25 crowns, 50 crowns? I'd probably say more 50 to 60 crowns. So 50 to 60 crowns, I just put myself in debt. I put it on my head. I was like, fuck it. I'm not putting it on the lady's head. I'm How much does house. a farm tend to pay a season? I don't have a farm anymore. I know, it's the military uh, unit. But a farm pays... Um, um, well, my farm produced like a, a nine crowns. Nine crowns? Nine crowns, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't the sort of average for any resource about a throne? I mean, I know obviously military is a bit more of a gamble. Yeah, a bit of a give or take. Um, but yeah, so I was like, yeah, okay. Um, that's fine. I'll have that. Cool. Um, Are you spurs? Really funny thing later on was I bumped into our house and <laughs> I said, oh, by the way, uh, Viridian, um, I'm now 25, I'm 25 Liao in debt. At this point, Viridian was quite drunk. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, what? We, hmm? <laughs> we cannot afford that. Not like, not like, not like we can't afford it, but like, that's not good. That's, don't do that. And I was like, it'll be fine. I'll work it out. Don't worry about it. He was like, I'm too drunk to deal with this. Goodbye. <laughs> and, and sprung off into the distance. Um, it was very funny. Are you officially a member? Spring mage. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Are you officially a member of the house then? Uh, not officially. So you're not, not even a your... member of the house, and you plunging them into. It debt. was in my name. It was in my name. The you fact were just that he going to them to help task them back. <sighs> no, I was just informing him that that was the case. This is interesting... By the way, I'm fucked. You guys are fine, but I'm fucked. This yeah. is an interesting thing I put in the Jackdaw's contracts. If you were to die or not pay the debt, the debt then goes onto your house. Ooh. But yeah. I don't have a house. Do you have they will, houses? We'll steal your legs, boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought you meant like your members. You'll just wake up in the morning and your bell tent will be gone. <laughs> yeah, no, your, lit- your literal house, house it, your place of residence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, just see me beep, back it up, boys, back just, it up. He's just there taking that cardboard box of water that you have. Like, no, <laughs> this is ours now. <laughs> just throw you back a flannel clean yourself up uh, uh, <laughs> light up these blankets they're ours too yeah come on keep it coming you can keep the ground sheet because I don't want to pick you up <laughs> so I yeah and then we basically returned later we'd found the deal I just kept the 25 million hours like a just in case and then we spoke about we said um, sorry an extension that I just had an idea you being indebted to the Jolly Jack Dolls and then having to work for them oh my as an indentured servant. Can you imagine? Like, sorry, oh, just couldn't couldn't let that thought the go absolute, unsaid. The absolute indignity for uh, Tristan. Hilarious. I'd have you use my cane, boy, when I want to make you know, a point, why, you hold my I, cane. That's why I live with Nietzsche. That's why he calls me his housekeeper. I'm a fucking indentured servant. <laughs> so whilst I was at this hall, we're having a conversation about the, the Liao situation. So I only had the 25 Liao on my head and I was going to keep that in case of emergencies. And then the person leads forward and they're like, I have a potion, if you're interested. And they pulled out this potion. And what it boiled down to was a magnitude 70 ritual in a bottle. Yeah. Which cured everything. Not in the way Sovereign specific cures everything. Any curse, any uh, ru- any ruined limb, any condition, it's- any poison, anything. Are you saying it's probably the most powerful healing potion? I don't even know. I imagine, I, I wouldn't be surprised I mean, if there's more. What else could it do? Uh, well, the other thing it could do is if there's anything effect that would affect you after the battlefield, it gives you an extra 30 minutes. Okay. So if something was going to kill you in two minutes coming off the battlefield, you can drink it and get 32 minutes to get it sorted. Um, and he kind of looked at us and he was like, 10th rounds for this. Don't have to pay it now. But winter, 
I want it back. How do you get in these situations, honestly? Because you speak to this hall. If you were freeborn, you would not accept anything he if said, you weren't able to pay for it. He said, winter, you want it back. Winter, I want it back. Or I want the potion back. I want the, the potion back or 10 Do you still have the potion? It's a spoiler for Sunday. Uh, so I was, I was literally, and I could see the Lady Lodine was kind of wrestling with whether or not to get it or what to do. And I could tell they were a bit like, the thing is, I'm only giving you one. What if you've got to make a choice? Is this the right time to use it? Well, I need someone what better you later. What do is go around the field, accumulate all these debts in one name. Like if you want to retire your character, for example, and accumulate then, all these debts in your name and no one else's, give them to everybody else, then tell the people you don't have them. And your character dies. Retired oh, that's, that's just not sporting. It would be, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. But it would be. It's it, that's a really. All over but again. it would be really funny to have a system of debts where you use your the the what you got oh, from the previous debt as your like paying a credit card off with another credit card. That would be, and then people ha- and then you like hide, and then people follow this paper trail. Also, in extension, I like the idea of trading up. You know, like when you hear, hear about yes. people like take a paper clip and they trade it up, and then you end up with a sovereign specific. Oh, I used to. I reckon that would be cool. Take, go with a ring and try well, and turn that I've ring got into some a... little heart shaped bottles, so I was thinking, do I start off with one of them and see what I can trade so, it for? I think, in, yeah, you could do. I was thinking you should start with a ring to buy something to sell, buy something to sell. What could you buy for a ring? Although, if you run around asking, can somebody sell me something for a ring? I bet you could buy some off the ball set for a ring. You could you could buy like a packet of sweets for a ring. I reckon. Papers sell for sell... prosperity prices in some regards. Yeah, yeah that's then, true. But then selling on a paper. Selling onto a page for someone who needs news. Yeah, I yeah. Be getting up. Yeah. But th- that would be really fun. Anyway, this day it was kind of like, I'm only giving you one. So you're going to have to make a decision when you have this, whether or not to use it. And I could see Lady Lodi was wrestling whether or not to get it. And I just said, I'll have it. So Justin Ackman, I'll take it. Give it to me. I put it in my pouch. So I was like, it's on my head. I'd love if you just lost it randomly. I'd love if you randomly. died in the Sunday so battle, honestly. now I was 10 thrones and 60 crowns, which is, what? Thir- eight, eight crowns to a throne. Yeah, so 60 divided by eight is, what, 30 divided by four, 50, seven Sorry, and a half? What is to stop if your character did die? How were they going to get their money back? There is no guarantee for that. No. It's a risk so and why reward. Would they, why would they take that risk? I don't know, but because they'll get it off someone. But I was 17 and a half thrones-ish. I think I've done my math right in debt. Currently? <laughs> no, I was. Oh, okay. Um, the whether or not I ended up will be uh, a tale for Sunday. Plus, I, yeah. think this, I can't remember, honestly. I think this guild is very well off from what I know. So this would be a very, just a bit big bit of fun game it for them. It certainly felt like that. It felt like it was, like, it was a game. That, and I was like, all right, I'm not here for the fun and games, but we might actually need this tomorrow. It's uh, great how tense it gets. Like, it is yeah. just people sort of well, getting right. drunk and talking. Right, but... Passing about little bits of paper, little vials of food colouring and water. Well, that's the <laughs> thing about Anvil. It's all intense. But didn't... didn't. Like that, so, that's guys, I hope, you've been, I hope you've enjoyed listening to Labs and Tops. Yeah. We're going to have to you actually will, end it here. Yeah, you'll never hear from Nietzsche again. No, you'll know the podcast is done. That's, <laughs> that's done. We're yeah. done. Sorry. Sorry, guys. We tried our hardest, but it's tanked. You know what? We, ha- we, we, we were going to have a good thing there. We had a good run. And you, just, you had to ruin <laughs> it. We've even got an episode recorded after this, but that's gone in the bin. We're plans. <laughs> now we're now, Chaos. Yeah. Are you happy, Nietzsche? Because now it's past tense. <laughs> I'm going to have to remove everything from the internet now. It's gone. Everything. I'm going to delete every shred of evidence that this podcast was on. Just burn the iPad. <laughs> High five. But don't forget the pegging. High five, but don't forget the pegging. Um, I'm going to make this podcast past tense. <laughs>
<laughs> involved in it now. It's yeah, just cursed. Now it's just a suicide pact. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a suicide pact. <laughs> uh, but yeah, awesome. Uh, that was a big part of what I got up to. Uh, I think I will pass it on to Kerry. Well, uh, I had some intensity of my own. Why? I don't know what that was. I don't know. The I joined in with it though. <clears throat> We've definitely got a bit of a weird vibe this evening, haven't we? Vibes. Vibes. It's because we're not dying from a yeah. e, E3, I know E4. We're too fresh. So after I'd finished with Empire Vision and the festivities of the Broken Wheel throughout the Freeborn camp, we wandered through there. We're always looking for somewhere else to go. I mean, I'm always looking for somewhere else to go. I tend to drag different people with me, though they're usually in Navari, and we always end up at the Boar's Head in Navarre. Woo, Boar's Head! Yeah, so... Oh, Boar's Head. For those of you who were listening to our recordings about last summit, or who I've mentioned to previously, keen listeners will know that last summit, the boar's head was owned by two brothers, one of whom died in battle. The father appeared, so obviously, OC, it's the same guy, uh, and he was talking quite provocatively about how orcs should be slaves um, and how he was going to send a slave to the boar's head. Good old family-friendly content. Yeah. It was It was so good. He was so provocative. Seeing oh, yeah. a young Navari lad come up to me and him, he was saying how orcs believe in slavery and I counteracted with, well, the law don't exist. This the, a Navari didn't know where to look. Oh, White-knuckled yeah. and oh, furious-looking. So, yeah, so last that was a very tense bit of last event, not knowing how to re- respond to all that. But um, really, I'm sure what we were saying was just, it was a setup, basically, for his character for this event, who is called Man of the Orc. So me and my friends um, noticed that there was an orc hiding away in the boar's head throughout most of Saturday. And we didn't want to disturb him too much, but he'd been hiding in a corner for quite a while. And, you know, oh, see, we know this guy wants some role play, you know? You know, we're going to go and... This whole fucking disclaimer, this fucking whole part of role play makes me want to turn inside out. It's (laughs) fucking horrendous. It does does get a bit dark. Oh, my Um, God. So me and my friend Kyphen notice, as we're waiting for some of our other friends, this orc in the corner, and he's like, oh, I really want to go and talk to him. I was like, go talk to him. Go on, go do it. Come on, I'll come with you. I'll come with you. And... Basically, Kyfren's the gentleman who I've mentioned previously was peddling Goose Whisper oh, yes. for the majority of the event. So when he does talk to Man of the Orc, he almost immediately offered him Goose Whisper. So we go over and Man of the Orc is guarding a woodpile. <laughs> he goes, Man of God, the woodpile. Man of God, the woodpile. We're like, and then Kyfren's just like, are you being paid to work? He was like, my family is safe. <laughs> it was very dark. Um, and he also, at one point, pointed towards a hook that was hanging down from the middle of the tent, which the bar owner, to his credit, had not noticed, was hung there by Manor himself, presumably. Um, and he was, don't hurt Manor, don't hurt Manor. Um, so very short sentences, very very intense vibe around it. was his punishment it. hook. It was his punishment hook. Not that Con had ever used it, obviously. I hate this. Uh, yeah, yeah, I Let was, I was I there for this. it. <laughs> it's so, fantastic roleplay, but such dark content. So obviously, Kyphon had offered him Goose Whisper, which is a vision of the future, which will happen at that event. And knowing Man of the Orc, knowing a little bit about Goose Whisper, was like, oh, I might see my family. And it's because it's a vision 
rumoured to be given to you by your ancestors. Um, and Kaifin was basically trying to get Mana to come out of his shell more and more to the dismay of people nearby who were sort of witnessing the situation, kind of seeing what's going on here, realising this is a bit of an awkwardy slave situation. <laughs> Awkward. Oh, oh dear. Um, and they were looking very concerned. And then when Mana did start to sort of shove away, he was like, actually, no, no, I don't want it. No, 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 just just leave me there. Don't, don't cause trouble for Mana. Don't cause trouble for Mana. So my very clever friend, Kaithen, decided to go, don't you want to see your ancestors? Ooh. So for, for context, when the orcs die, they go to see their ancestors. <laughs> Did he just threaten an orc by accident, by that's, chance? That's what it sounded like to bystanders. I, I caught some of the looks and I tried to mediate, but next thing we know, there were orcs from the orc camp coming over, having oh, been told shit. that we had an orc in chains at the bar. Oh, it's, shit. it's like he planned to be an orc slave right in front of an orc camp. Yeah. So we... Discussed it with Con, the owner of the Boar's Head, and he had no idea about the situation. He had been told that the orc had been paid by his dad, but what his dad had meant was that he'd been paid for as a slave. Um, And he was very alarmed about the situation. So whilst I was speaking to these lovely orcs who had come by just to do their due diligence, to be fair, they were very reasonable. They commended us on our... Vigilance. But our vigilance and our virtues in general for um, sort of seeing what's going on and dealing with it in an appropriate way. Because they, I was worried that they'd want to speak to Mana because Mana had very much said, like, because Kaifen was trying to get him to speak to the orcs. And Mana had very much said, like, no, 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 I'll get in trouble. I'll get in trouble. They'll kill my family. Don't make me, don't make me speak to them. So when the orcs came over, I was like, I'm sorry, but I think we need to give him his space. I think we've already pushed him as much out of his shell as we can and it's starting to go the opposite way. Um, but they were very understanding and they were willing to leave it in my apparently capable hands. Uh, <laughs> and whilst we were discussing this, Con had then gone to the militia to report the whole incident before he got in any trouble because obviously it was nothing to do with him, obviously. Except housing a slave. Yeah, so I manned the bar while Con went off to, uh, to report it to the militia. The militia apparently will not do anything about it because Mana the Orc is not a member of... An imperial citizen. Uh, sorry, an imperial citizen. So, yeah. Well, you know, this is how things get skewed. Obviously, you can't technically not be an imperial citizen if you're playing at Anvil, but apparently that's what they've said and that's how it's happened. And I guess they're just going along with the role play. But it's very interesting, like, because Mana has agreed he wants to have some Goose Whisper. And he hasn't had it yet. We're saving it for next event. But he spoke to a referee and I believe he knows what his vision would be. Oh, my God. Uh, whether it will change by the next event because we were talking about doing it on the Sunday, but then we decided to save it. Didn't you say there was some more drama with Con and the punishment hook? Well, yeah, there was a little bit more because when Con found out about this punishment hook, because obviously during the discussions... I pointed it out to him and he was like, what? When did that get there? Oh my God. And then he was trying to get witnesses so that he could burn the hook. It's sort of, you know, to make a point, like, no, we don't punish here. I think the people he was trying to get as witnesses thought he was trying to dispose as evidence. Yeah. So they ran away like, nope, nope, not not having anything to do with this. I'm leaving now. Uh, So yeah, uh, everything 
went a bit askew with. And I think there might be some people out there who have very bad ideas about the boar's head. Uh, a reputation which uh, I'm sure you'll be able to bring back. Is it a prosperity bar? It, it is, is a prosperity, prosperity bar, bar. And they give away free non-alcoholic drinks and it's prosperity prices for the alcoholic drinks. So, like, they'll offer free drinks to kids walking he, by, he which pra- sounds bad. He practically strong-armed me into having a drink. It was yeah, basically. I was like, like, I'm busy. It's like, but do you want a drink? Would you know, need to be hydrated? I was busy, and then you collared me for a conversation. All of a sudden, he was like, come here, whilst you're here, have some alcohol. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Some, some working there has said it's alcohol lovely. so good it will speed your soul through the labyrinth. Yeah, so heretic. direct quote from Nietzsche. <laughs> In Nietzsche's many fun quotes. What did he say about the orcs? Maybe it'll give you a song. Oh, no, no, no. One of the orcs stopped by and asked if it would help them jump over the abyss. void. Abyss. abyss. It's like, yeah. can't hurt. Honestly. And then also, at some point during that time, so I was manning the bar, and then Con came back, and he was working for a bit, and then he comes and taps me on the shoulder and goes, can you man the bar again for a bit? I have tripped over a bench and landed face first on the floor. I need to go to the medical tent. I've hit oh, my good. head. Good. So that, yeah. So again, I'm manned the bar. This is why I might as well just work there. And this is why I drink for free when I'm there, because I do work there and I don't get paid except for in booze, but I'm happy with that arrangement. That's okay, fine, because that's where I'm drinking all night anyway. It's where I end up all the time. Um, and Man of the Orc came out a bit later and, you know, apparently he'd gone to Varushka and sat by a fire. This is what he told me OC. And he was hoping that someone would question him on being a singular orc by a fire, but no one was taking the bait. That's a shame. Yeah, exactly. Because apparently orcs hang out all together. Yeah, usually. it's very rare to see an orc by himself. Yeah, exactly. So, But no one took the bait That's and he ended up slinking back. Oh, Yeah. Was that the most intense roleplay scenario you've been in yet? Because I think Definitely. this is the empire that you've hit your stride in it oh definitely i was definitely way more busy this empire than i have been before and i hope to continue that streak onto the next several events yeah like i think i've said this before but if you don't get game or too much game in your first empire don't let it discourage you i'd say try two or three because it takes a bit for you to take off my first two i I didn't really have any game and Mm. to be fair the reason i've got more game is because of the lovely con from the boar's head who you have basically said She's a bit struggling here. And he's gone, right, do this, do that. Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? Do you want to have a... How about you be the editor for a newspaper? Right, okay. Um, Which, you know what? Sometimes I look at him like a deer in headlights, but I'm getting better and I am starting to actually accept some of the things he's asking me to do. Um, And I absolutely love it, the boar's head. They have a little drinking game there, which Man of the Orc was running a bit later on once things had sort of calmed down a little bit. And it's where they've got a massive... um, They've got several shots little rows of different types of shots they basically I'd asked about the shrinking kings they played at last event and they hadn't got it prepared so they just poured random things into shot glasses basically excellent yeah exactly and the, the game is they roll is it two dice the dealer rolls yeah and you get to pay a ring per dice something like that yeah, yeah. or something like that and if you beat them then you get a free shot or you well you get a shot for the price you paid for the dice basically but if you don't roll more than they've rolled then you just lose your money, basically. So, yeah, I think I played against him and he rolled a three and I'd paid four dice. So I was like, well, I'm going to roll them anyway. <laughs> there we go. 
And then later on, I was able to host a game. like Because I, I was basically working there anyway. And Con was here at this point. But I was like, does anyone want to play this game? Come over here. Come over here. And I just sat down at the dealer side. I was like, I'm going to roll the two dice. And then you roll the four dice. And blah, blah. And I just took over. And it was great. I absolutely loved it. And I want to do that again next time. I'm going to make sure awesome. they get it all set up. And I'm just going to be like, I'm going to work here whether you want me to or not. I am the gambler lady. It's <laughs> happening. I am the lady of the dice. <laughs> I really want to get lots of D6s and do the game they play in the Pirates Caribbean. Dead Man's Chest? Uh, Liar's Dice. Liar's Dice, yeah, I thought yeah. it was called that. So I need to get lots of D6s that, could, not not my current D6s because they're all D&D D6s that are fancy colours, but maybe just some You could spend traditional lockda- lockdown, the long dark, uh, doing like dice whittling. <laughs> Should I? Or, or I've been working with clay recently. Clay. Ooh, Shall I make clay, clay dice? dice? Shall I have a go? Would clay dice work? I mean, why not? As long as it's evenly weighted you in the right shape. You break wood, though. Probably. But, I mean, you lose dice anyway. That's true. Make loads, it's fine. That's a really good shout. No, I'll just go out and buy loads, it's fine. I, I think I make enough stuff. Mm. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah I don't know. Yes. I mean, made a full-on dragon mask just for D&D and I don't even wear it. That fucking rule. Uh, I <laughs> yeah. fucking love that mask. Yeah. I might take it into work at some point. For those of you who don't know, I work in a nursery, so the kids would love that. What could you wear it? Could you wear it at Empire? I don't think so. I was thinking, it. could Fuck, I wear no. one of our masks? Fuck, you could wear it to fucking the league when they do their masquerade but ball. But it's paper mache. So? You think people wouldn't mind? No. It would suit, you know, a Navari better than a Freeborn. Yeah, it would weigh that. I think it's fucking sick. Yeah. You'd just be like, what is it? It's a, people, I bought it in Navarre. The only thing with masks <laughs> and stuff like that is people will be like, are you a herald? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I'm not saying not so reason not to wear it. That's just a case of everything. Like people will be like, "Are you just a person in a mask, or is that yeah. mask?" A people thing? might just assume I'm important because I'm wearing like Perhaps. a big mask with horns on. I'm just like, yeah. no, it's a mask. I know it's very convincing. Yeah, I know um, I look like a dragon, but I'm not. <laughs> is, uh, should we pass on to Tom? Yeah, go on then. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just I mean, I've got a bit more, but it's all drivel. So it's all um, drivel. It is. It's all just drunken ramblings and a Pepe the squirrel. <laughs> Let me just uh, catch up my notes. I don't think I actually have too much more to talk about. But one highlight I remember, and I didn't have anything to do with this scene, I just remember coming out of the portaloos, sorting out my trolleys, and was like, what's this huge, angry mob outside the Senate? Turns out, I think it was a big character who died that evening, but there was a massive heavily armed mob of marchers outside the Senate. I reckon this is Matilda Fisher. It was Matilda Fisher, and I think it ended up in the death of one of the marcher generals. Mm-hmm. Can't name him, but he was a big, big character. Yeah, I think most people believe it. It'll be in the papers next time. Yeah, so... Fuck, uh, that was... It was intense uh, coming out, walking around the Senate, and people literally rolling around on the ground pretending to throw punches and whatnot. It was fucked, um, as far as I understand it, because Matilda Fisher's been causing a lot of trouble for the Empire because she works for the Jotun or with the Jotun. I don't know how she. But you ever, have you heard about Matilda Fisher? No. She's causing like a lot of marches to defect to the Jotun, and is leading like helping the Yagara kind of war against the Empire. How does that work, OC? Is she um, an NPC yeah, or a player? She's an NPC. Okay. She's an NPC. Um, like, is that like a downtime kind of thing? Or is that a literal... So in downtime, the Winds of Fortune will be like, Matilda Fisher's forces have been doing this, and then when we fight skirmishes and major conjunctions and stuff, that'll be like... So it's forces. not actual characters she's converting? Uh, well, yeah, she's the NPC. So someone played Matilda Fisher as a like, member of crew. 
dressed up as Matilda Fisher and came. And she'll go summer. around trying to talk people into being no, Yoda. Oh, I see what you mean. No, in so it's not players that get convinced. It's people NPCs. of the Empire that don't come to Anvil. NPCs. Are like, well, yes, exactly. Not, not present NPCs. Although there, there have been opportunities in the past for players to be involved in stuff like that. So I know there was a March of Hate cult going around, yeah. um, I think, before spring. And you had the option to have been involved in it. So you all marchers have a drop down on the character sheet being like, do you want to get dedicated to hatred? Ooh. So like you can sometimes be part of that plot. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't know how it always works. I know it's obviously never happened to me, but I like, it's like, you can be like, Hey, do you support Matilda Fisher or kind of thing like that? Um, and I guess you can role play in that in game. You could actually go around and start trying to convince people that they shouldn't be in the Empire. We should be joining the uh, Yotan. It but. was so immersive, though. There was just like mm. people running everywhere, marched like I don't have a weapon. I've got to go back to camp, and like people yeah. throwing fists oh. and shouting. The whole Senate surrounded by hundreds of marchers. It there's me just like trying to tie my pants because I don't have any belt loops. <laughs> so it's like trying to put my belt back on and put my sword like. I hope Nietzsche doesn't get shanked here. That's so funny. Uh, but they, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because it was, was such a cool aesthetic because it's pitch black other than the lights coming from the Senate. From what I understand, the player involved, literally Matilda Fisher, was in the Senate building talking to people. I don't know the context into which she arrived, but um, some, they were sitting. So have you been to Senate? Oh, of course you have, because you went to Senate Motions. But there's like the main Senate floor and then there's like a barrier and then like a viewing gallery where you can go watch. And I believe the, the player was watching on one side of the gallery, saw um, the Matilda Fisher, and I was like, right, fuck it, this is my chance. Jumped over the gallery and ran towards her with a knife. Um, but oh, my God. But he got knocked on his ass. very. Oh, wait, well, yeah, full of it's people. <laughs> it would have been a fucking nightmare. Um, no one, I don't even know how she arrived, because she, I don't think she'll have through the Sentinel Gate. But anyway, um, he later died of his wounds in a tavern. Um, That's a big way to end a character, though. Yeah. yeah. It's a good death. Yeah, really good death. But, um, yeah. But yeah. From there, I was on my way to a meeting I'd set up that evening mm-hmm. with a couple of other guilds. We wanted to discuss the Quartermaster's Chest. So I don't know if I brought it up. I think I did last time that in the Merchant Prince's meeting, some guilds were interested in starting a Quartermaster's Chest because a lot of the Bravos and fighters in the National Block from the smaller guilds, mm-hmm. go very ill-equipped. Yes. Where the established guilds have fund their bravos with quite a lot of money. I think being in a house or a group that knows people is OP. Like I was saying, like I went to the Sunday battle with Magic Armor and Enchantments because I, I was part of a group that had stuff to do that. So being in a, like, if you're not part of that, yes, yeah. it sucks because you're a lot more squishy. We are. We need the potions, like the Liao, if we can't afford to pay for the Liao, that sort of thing. And I think a lot of us still were a bit bitter about the comment the night before that if you can't afford to equip yourselves, you have no right to be on that battlefield. Bullshit. Whereas, uh, excuse me, the League National Block has the best win ratio of the whole empire at the moment. I think it's 14 wins we have under our belt now. Ooh, I have some, I need to talk to you about this, but I had some interesting and character opinions about the league. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, tell me after the podcast. I absolutely will, but they were not good. <laughs> Envy 
is a horrible shade. Oh, it was, it was very interesting. Ooh, the gossip. This is why I need to get to a player event. You do. But yes, uh, it's a little meeting that uh, I set up. Uh, about nine o'clock, we wanted to discuss this quartermaster's uh, chest. And it was such an immersive little gathering because it was pitch black by a guild, uh, guild fountain just under a lamppost. So I think some players bring a lamppost so it's more like a metropolitan area in the league. That's fun. And that's really funny because Anvil literally is just in the middle of nowhere. So that literally does mean that someone from the league has brought a lamppost. <laughs> yep. And uh, it's fantastic. Like, we weren't really scheming about anything much other than discussing this box. But because it's like pitch black, bit foggy. Dark figures. In the dark night. figures. It looks like we were planning, potting and possibly scheming. So it was me for the jackdaws. Uh, the quartermaster of the Ashen Tower and his agendant. Uh, one of my favourite guild, Le Pachon. Le Pachon. And I'm probably butchering this pronunciation. Go on. But Go on. some members of the Travelling e- Electricity. Let's have a look. Where is it? Where? Oh, I see. Uh, oh, my God. Eclectic. Eclectiary. 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 No, it's Eclectiary. Oh, no. No, it's Eclectiary. 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 I do like his box. Yeah. It's a it's a fine box, box, even though it's imaginary at the moment. Oh, it's not a real box. Not oh, a real imaginary box. boxes are the best. Oh, hey. <laughs> but it was just a great little uh, scene, just like pitch black in a circle, talking to each other. Just like, <laughs> but it was fantastic because uh, some brass, uh, no, Freeborn decided to come and kind of take the piss because they were doing free uh, the broken wheel, yeah. and they just came for our little meeting and go. <laughs> That's so funny. Like they can't see us. Like, yeah. Oh, what, oh what's what, what, what's that breeze going past? That's oh, is it a so spooky funny. ghost? Oh dear. That's so funny. But no, it felt proper proper league. Some of the most immersive role play I've had there. Yeah. And after that, me La Passion and they're traveling a collector area, whatever you call it. A collector carry. A collector carry. Collector carry. Sounds like when I'm picking up carry. Collector carry. <laughs> Collector carry with every Wait, podcast. You're picking you up to. me? What? Yeah, you're the one who piggies back, piggybacks me. No, into I'm battle. the one with a car. True. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but after that, it pretty much ended the night. We're going on a little pub crawl. Nice. Uh, and we d- I did learn a little uh, a little gay drinking game that we played with LaPashon and the Collector carry. And it was called A Ship Goes Into I'm the so Harbour. I'm so proud of you pronouncing that right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Which is basically, you sh- say, uh, the ship goes into the harbour, and everyone goes, harbour, takes a drink, carrying uh, types of weaponry. Okay. Or types of melee weaponry. So you yeah, go yeah, about, yeah. like, what weaponry be- would be available at Empire, and whoever can't think of one has to take a drink. It was just a fun little uh, immersive game. On our travels, we also ran into one of the Navari friends who had some bite. 
Oh no. So she was wanting to shank someone. But we were like, Oh, she'd taken some. You made it sound like she was trying to sell you something. No, no, she'd taken some. She's like, I want to stab someone. And we were just like, You can't stab someone with that. That's a pathetic thing. What you want is one of these and like getting out our rapiers. And so you thrust at them, you see. That's <laughs> so funny. It was one of the passion's friends. So they were really having a oh, great time God. of it. But it was nice to have a go on a little mini leagueish pub crawl with her. Because I'm not really, other than the Jackdaws properly had drinks with the league. Yeah. So that was a fun little thing. Unfortunately, I found, due to all the other pub crawls by bigger nations, such as the Winterbart pub crawl, most of the pubs have been drank dry. Really? Wise Guys still had alcohol, but not much. Wise Guys, best tavern in the Empire. Boar's Head. Fight not me. the best time. Fight me. Player. No, I quite like Boar's Head. Or the Forge, just because I can spend barbarian money if I'm like, I don't oh, want to spend barbarian money. Why would you want to spend... You... Because you can literally have bottles of stuff in your tent, keep going back to your tent and filling up your door. You don't need to spend money when you're there on alcohol. I mean, fair enough food. I spend a lot on food. Yeah, but so. alcohol is free by the time you've bought your ticket. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, but I just don't want to spend all my character money if I want potions and yeah, whatnot. I'm trying to set enough. up a guild. So. so bring whiskey in the tent. <laughs> oh, well, it's just if I can't be bothered to go back to yeah. my tent or I want to I, have a seat. I don't. I haven't been to the forge since... To be fair, I think they sell like a pint for two fifty. Yeah. That's not too bad, to be fair. Oh, no. the, the, the joy of just spending two pound fifty on a pint mm. in itself is a lovely novelty. To be in this fair, age. two pound fifty—that's not bad for a pint. Exactly. I mean, not, it might be not a, bad. That's half price, right? It might be a little more like three fifty or three quid, but <laughs> yeah, still, it's say, the yeah. modern climate. I've not seen a pint for less than three quid. It's mm. it's so good, but that pretty much sums up the rest of my Saturday night, I believe. I'll just check the rest of my notes. Pub crawl with La Passion. P- potential future plans with the box. Yeah, I think that's pretty much me summed awesome. up. My Saturday was kind of rounded off by continuing to yo folk around, um, helping nobility. Is yo folk a this, verb now? Just yo folk. I'm just yo folking. Just yo folking. <laughs> they around. see me yoing. <laughs> they hate it. Uh, but we were looking for a certain. Me and Lordy were looking for a certain noble. Uh, so we were spent ages looking for them. Couldn't track them down. It's an absolute nightmare. Managed to find them in Wintermark eventually. And then they had business in Highgard. So then we went to Highgard. All of this, Tristan was like, I am tired, but I am ever vigilant. So I was like with them. I was like, we're discussing things. I don't know what we're discussing. Yeah. Oh, it was something about a weapon being, in, like someone being um, thingied. Um, oh, what's it called? Uh, when you get inspected. What's it called? Inquisition. Inquisition. <laughs> no, that one. There was like someone organizing an inquisition because they're like to f- prove someone is some like, paragon or something. No, oh, par- the opposite. Like they sort of prove what they're saying was correct. Oh, so there's good inquisitions. Yeah, I think so. I don't really understand. I was just there like vibing. And then once we finished that, we were like, right, time to turn in. Uh, and as always happens to me when it's time to turn in, as it happened on Friday, it happened on Saturday, I saw someone at the pub that I knew. I was like, oh, hello. Um, had a conversation for five minutes that turns into five hours yeah exactly unfortunately, unfortunately this time that didn't happen I can't remember what time I went to bed I think it was 3am again but nonetheless I was just sitting at the tavern talking to people I knew there was a guy whose kit I've admired from a distance for a while he has like a book strapped to his that's pretty cool armor, which is mm. like his views on the way which I thought was really cool and then there was a couple of other people that I knew um, Arthur Morgan was there Arthur Morgan <laughs> I think Arthur Morgan was there yeah I'm pretty sure all blends into one. Yeah. Uh, we're having a conversation there. It was really good fun. We, and then eventually turned in, went to sleep, 
Goranyu for the battle. Sunday battle the next day. I was so good to miss that battle. Oh, it was, it was, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. Le Pachon wanted but... to go to bed about half one, something like that, because yeah. they want, you don't want to be hungover for your main battle. No. You and this, not... this is the benefit of not playing a combat character. But I, to be fair, I don't want to get too drunk at Empire anyway, because I want to win, like, enjoy it do you know I, what I mean I don't think no, I, as we said previously you just don't feel as hungover when you've been in the outdoors I and think. also you've been exercising you don't I, yeah, yeah. You, see, I think I don't, you feel exhausted but you don't um, really feel it until you get home I don't think I've ever actually been drunk at Empire because I'm too busy to I drink I I've ever been drunk I've, I've oh, definitely I've been, been drunk. I've definitely been like tipsy but I've never been drunk Kerry, did you want to round yeah. off your Saturday my Saturday going full marcher 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 Right, you are my love. Strength of the Empire. Strength to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, still at the boar's head, obviously, spent the whole night there. And met with someone, well, someone wandered past uh, who we'd bought um, a map off of earlier on in the day in exchange for him showing us where the smut was. So I coloured him and I was like, come on, have a drink, mate. You know, here you go, prosperity price, whatever. And then Tom popped over we had a little chat and then he wandered off and I was like, bye Nietzsche. And he goes, wait, was that Uncle Nietzsche? Turns out he listens to the podcast. So hello, not got permission to say your name, hello, so I'm not going to, but a hello listener who this, identified us at the boar's head. This one's for you. This one is for you. And whilst I was talking to him, Talis Ashbourne came over and I had a lovely drink with him and I had a fawn over his bubbles and I was telling him how much I liked him and his bubbles. And then this guy who'd recognise us from the podcast was like, I just love seeing you getting excited about talking to him when, like, you know, you both do podcasts. And apparently it was just a nice little moment for him, and I loved it. And it was lovely drinking with Talis Ashbourne as well. And also the Cardinal of Wisdom came over, and she had a giant boat on her head. Who's the Cardinal? Oh, Freebon. <laughs> yes. I was going to ask who that was, and then you yeah. told me it's the Freebon. Yeah. yeah. You might have seen pictures of her on the photo forum. Oh, no, I actually know. Is it? Uh, yeah, I do know. Cam- yeah. Are they a Cambion? Yeah, I believe yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if it's Antiham. Is it Antiham? I'm pretty sure it's Antiham. I think it's Antiham. Um, but yeah, so she was lovely and she was really drunk. And I think she's the person who I got roped in to do the shot game and I was like hosting it and her and whoever she was with was doing it. And it was a bit of a struggle for her to get into the tent. Having a giant boat on your head, as it turns out, is not the most practical thing. Can't see why. No, yeah. Well, also considering that they usually wander around with a massive turban with huge horns, I can't imagine yeah. the ship made much. I of mean, a it, it, it it's also then out both oh, sides. Yeah, that's it's, true. it's already up high. It, honestly, to... the curse of being lineaged yeah. is that you can't get through doorways. I've well, this this is why you want to be a nagar, so. a, a nagar, a nagar, a nagar from the a nagar, a nagar from Navarre, a nagar from Navarre. Exactly. A or you know, yeah, but you could be a marrow, you could be a draugr. Draugia. Um, yeah, Draugia just wear face paint. A Naga? Is it a Naga? Naga, yeah. Yeah, they, they, none of them have horns. Only two lineages have horns. Yeah. And Briars don't have horns. No. Though then, I don't think Briars aren't... Well, it'd be tricky in Navarre with Briars, I think. Is uh, it? No, you get Navarre Briars. Um, it's the, the, the tensions between the Briar and the Navarre has decreased in recent yeah, years. Yeah, it's so. just maybe they don't want you to fight the Valorn. Yeah, yeah, that's the general wary. thing. Like, it's like okay, yeah, we, we like you, and we get that you're not you're not the Valorn, but please come, don't fight them. If you come back as a Valorn, it's bad times. Yeah, that, that's bad times. Who, who else is there? What um, are the other fucking lineages? That's Change, all of them. Changeling, Cambion, Draugr, Naga, Marrow, Briar, Briar. Yeah, yeah. Only, we said two, only two horny boys. Yeah, only two horny boys. And I want to collect one of each for my uh, the Jack doors. So, <laughs> so we're all inclusive. 
I didn't know what you meant by collect then. I was like, is he going to... Yeah, what, horns? Collect their heads or oh, sleep no, no. with them? What's the... To make us all look accepting oh. of all in the Empire. Yeah, 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 I see. Bring one Just, of, we, quite... We've got a plan to bring well, you, in... You, you've already got like eight members and you said you wanted to cap it. We've, ten, we've so. even got a plan to bring in an orc, but because we can't, you can't have yeah. orcs showing, we're going to kidnap a Jotun and just bring him through the central oh, gate. I, I like Bound and gagged and then recruit him to be just our preacher. Just with mask on. He, he can blag knowing the way, which would be perfect for us. I wish they'd let you do that. That would be so cool. <laughs> just, just us like, right, battle. Right, we got the other Go, 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 go. Well, Navarra are almost getting their own orcs, aren't they? The forest great orcs. forest orcs, yeah. Yeah. The last person I'll talk about that I met at the boar's head is Pepe the squirrel and his friend who, uh, well, basically the person who was carrying him around. He's a toy squirrel, OC, obviously. And she was spouting the story about how he'd come to Anvil with nothing, not even a sock to his name. And obviously the first rule of Anvil, as she said, is that you have to bring all of your socks, which to be fair, legit, yeah, bring all your socks if you come into Anvil. Just in case. I mean, I've never had to use I more know. than the it's ordinary amount we've, of We've not had a soft, massive but... fucking flood. Yeah, I well, fingers so. crossed. We were quite lucky for weather. Tosato had a massive fucking but flood. Though, didn't it? The prosperity and generosity of the Navarre camp have clothed and armed this squirrel up. So he now has, you know, fully, fully attired. He's got his own little... Um, tankard to drink out of that's attached to him and his own little sword as well. That's really fucking cute. Yes. And she was telling me her plight about how she he was really wanting to take his, is it an oath to get into a... Citizenship test. No, 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 no. Oh. To get into Nav- the Navarre steading. Is it an oath? I don't fucking know. Yeah. We're not hippies. He, wa- not he wanted Navarre. to be sworn into the Splinter Spear. Oh, sorry, I forgot. I am a representative of the Splinter Spear. Yes, it is an oath. <laughs> <laughs> You're just a know-it-all, which is why I ask you questions. No, but if you want to be an arse as well, then I can stop. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. No, yeah. Well, you need to take a sort of oath or something to get into an Avari setting if you're not already in one or striding. Um, but first of all, you have to be a citizen. And obviously, as a toy squirrel, he was not a citizen. It's a shame. Oh, well, I see. As a squirrel, he was not a citizen. But I had been at the academy that day and I had been discussing citizenship tests. So I knew that he could become a citizen if the Academy would allow him to take his test. And I arranged with her to meet the next day so that we could go to the Academy and see if he would be able to take a citizenship test. And I will leave it there because I explain what happened on the Sunday morning whilst we're talking about Sunday in the next episode. Before we go, I want to give a shout out to Dave. Dave for Emperor. You rock. You brick. Yeah. Is that... Day for Emperor? You yeah, make, yeah, you make him sound Emperor. like a sponsor. No, I think Day for, Day for Emperor. Day for Emperor. Yeah. Uh, at least he can't do anything wrong. He's a solid guy, yeah. <laughs> he's going to be the foundation <laughs> we all need for the Empire to survive. Yeah. No, he's the the the, 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 the rock-hard strength that will take us uh, to an Well, have you seen his rock-hard abs? I have seen his rock-hard abs. It's incredible. He's got a few holes, though. Oh, that's mm. a shame. What are they? Pulsy. <laughs> His foreign policy is dog shit. Yeah, our foreign he's got good policy. Sto- he's got good stocking. Got good he's stock- not part of the Splinter Spear. He's got good stocking um, construction striding. now. I hear he's got ideas for constructing the empire. <laughs> he basically wants to bulldoze the whole system yeah. and build it up again, brick by brick. That's going to take time. Yeah. It's going to build the wall. I am, yeah. bri- I am bricking it though. It'll be difficult. <laughs> and on that bombshell. Uh, thanks That's for listening. Some heavy, heavy salad. <laughs> <laughs> See you.
you on Sunday, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Okay. <laughs>